1: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is... Pat O. Pat O, how was your weekend?
2: Oh, it was uh, It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I was fully prepared. Follow, fans of the show will remember that uh, I've been in dad mode the past couple weekends. I've had yeah. very uh, unexciting... Weekend activities to report, and this weekend was supposed to be drastically different. Um, it was the 10 year anniversary of Rock Island Public House, which is the bar where I do my D and D stuff, and also where friend of the show Mike Vanderbilt works. Um, kind of like I don't have too many, too many watering holes here in Chicago anymore. I kind of keep to myself and do the family thing. But if you're going to find me anywhere, you're most likely going to find me there. So, had planned on doing that Saturday night, and. Um, you know, I had a lot of stuff to work. I didn't, I didn't have my daughter this weekend and God damn it. She had burned sometimes. So, uh, I looked forward to only having one kid around and I was going to get to work on a bunch of stuff and like really prep for weird world, which we, you know, which debuts today, um, talking about the great state of Georgia. And then also I wanted to put a lot of work into this show because, um, project Bluebeam is something that I've, has been on my radar for a very, very, very long time.
0: And yeah, I, when, I, when I added it, I was like, this is a Pat O topic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes back to Behold the Pale Horse and Bill Cooper and all that stuff. And uh, But I didn't have the specifics. Obviously, I wanted to do a lot of research and didn't do any of that. got wasted and got drunk fucking Friday night, drank like two-thirds of a handle of vodka. My notes for both shows were complete gibberish. It's like songwriting. Lit. Like my one of my notes for, for today's show is like the lyrics to Street Fighting Man by the Rolling Stones. I have no idea why like we
0: was oh. <laughs> just,
2: just at the computer it's actual song lyrics. yes okay. at the computer <laughs> drinking vodka vodka and monsters and listening to the stones and was like you know my name is called disturbance like i don't fucking know but uh
0: must have been important
2: it was you know what i had a lot of steam i had to blow off and um it was good it was it was somewhat well deserved i will say that so uh friday night got wasted saturday night saturday got up hit the dispensary then had to go out to uh fucking bufu egypt to do a script reading with uh, my buddy Derek, who's working on a movie whose name i can't remember right now but i'm first assistant director and uh i also had to do um, play one of the half the cast didn't show up you know we had like snowstorms in chicago all this weekend yeah so yeah so that was like and i was like so hung over saturday morning i didn't i got in the car and just started driving running errands not realizing that it was going to be like this so um don't worry obviously i survived but then um saturday night i uh did end up make, making it to rock Island public house it was a good time and then um sunday morning woke up with a two-day hangover at that point and found out that <laughs> So that was when our radio ad was supposed to air, right? so my notes for this part of the segment of the how was your weekend segment is the spirit of radio, which is a rush which is a rush song. So like um I was super stoked. We got ad time on Q101 and we were gonna they were gonna air it and they did, but the problem is is that when you listen on the app, they use different advertisements because we bought airtime on this, the radio station for the local broadcast. That's why it was so ridiculously cheap. If you want to buy ad space on the app broadcast, the one that goes out through the internet on Alexa and all that, I'm sorry, A and all that shit, it costs a lot more money so i as much as i was telling everybody oh you can listen on you can listen on you know whatever the app and do all this stuff you can and you should still listen to the show however only terrestrial listeners here in the chicagoland area that pick up q101 on their radios will actually hear the ad and uh we did a little bit of a bummer but what it was like fucking 30 bucks a week like it wasn't that much money and we have a new radio spot which we can use in other applications as well um so I know I sent that to you. It, it was very professionally done. Like I thought it was good, but they def- they took out the Coast to Coast AM for people to fuck, which like is what I thought would would get people's like that's where you understand what tagline
0: of the show, right? <laughs> it's where you
2: understand exactly what we're all about in one sentence.
0: Yeah,
2: you know what I mean? Because you understand Coast to Coast AM and you understand vulgarity and people who fuck. So putting the two together, it's like boom! I understand this show. I get what they're going for. Right, and, um, they neutered that, which is what corporate radio does, fucking cumulus, well, and Media then group. also
0: like it 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 was pretty good they did, did a pretty good job with what they had to work with, um, but like you know what I noticed about it was like because there's there's a particular cadence that we both have because we're doing the back and forth, right? Covering the topics that we go over. It kind of sounds weird.
2: Yeah. I So the way, that, the way that the the guys told me was like, you know, we'll do this. And if you don't have an ad, we'll produce one if you give us copy. And we'll do it for free. And I said, well, I have something that I can give you that honestly works just fine for me. Right. All you have to do is bleep the fuck at the end. And he said, "Okay," and I sent it to him. And his response was, "This works perfect." So that's what I thought they were going with. Yeah. And then when um when I listened on, and they and they had given me the times. Did I send you like the the schedule of when? Yeah, you did. So he had said, like, "Hey, um, it's not these are the exact times because stuff happens, but like this this is like generally when to listen." So I was listening on my Echo device. And I didn't hear it. And I was like, what the fuck? But I heard a commercial break where it should have been. So one of the things that I was obviously very concerned about is what songs are they going to play around our ad? Ooh, yeah. Right? Because that's magic. Like, what is it? You know what I mean? And one of them was Starseed by Our Lady Peace, which is mwah fucking perfect it's a a late 90s alternative rock banger about transpermia fucking you you couldn't pick a better song right the other one was uh, uh buddy holly by weezer which i do love me some weezer but that song is probably like one of my least favorite
0: yeah of the agree.
2: earlier era so um but whatever i star seed is such a win that i'll forgive the weezer part um and when i didn't hear it was played i was like well this isn't fucking right so i had reached out to him but i kind of figured that's what it was too because i'm listening to the ads they are running and it's all like for like national corporations it's not like the local shit that you usually hear on the radio station ads like car dealerships and stuff and that's when he confirmed that he goes but it ran he's like it ran at at, during that during that slot he's like here if you want a copy of it you could see that we did our you know boom 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 and that's when he gave that to me. I was like, okay, obviously this wasn't some kind of fucking scam, but at the same time, like, I don't know. So it's gonna air three more times. Um, I'll make sure that I'm in the car listening next time, so I can actually hear it on the radio. And
0: I'll add it. Uh, I'll add it to the Patreon. What they did with it, why not?
2: Sure. I mean, we and we can use that again for something else. I was trying to figure out how to just put a picture over it, and I know I would know how to do it in iMovie, but iMovie like. All of our your pictures are too big for iMovie. So like I thought like okay well I'm going to use this as the audio track and then just use like a picture of us or a logo for the for the visual and I could put together like a 30 second video which is just a static image of our logo or the phone number thing that you put together right and sure. then use that audio track as like a background and I couldn't even figure out how to do that in fucking iMovie. I was like very was very disheartening. So um That was my weekend. What else? My kid's all fucked up. He's better now, though. He's getting migraines. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you have those growing up? I did, yeah. Okay. So did you get them, like... Because I remember getting them, like, when I was hitting puberty, and then they kind of went away. And then when I got an office, when I stopped being, like, a field engineer and started being, like, a desk engineer, I started getting them again in my 30s.
0: So I got them because I needed glasses, Okay. But I learned at a very early age that if I had migraines, that means I didn't have to go to school.
2: I think there was a part of that going on here, too, but please continue.
0: Lots of that uh, in in my own childhood. And I was, uh, man, I sold that shit. I sold that (laughs) shit so well. That I I would get CT scans and all that stuff. (laughs) And nothing was ever wrong, right? (laughs) It was just good, but... (laughs) um yeah i i missed a lot of school because of it and uh you know eventually that ship kind of sailed they were like well we don't know what to do um you know at that point they wanted to do like extreme measures i can't remember what but uh you know i have weird like weird issues growing up i I, like randomly remember this all the time um i think i was like touched by jesus or something at some point in my life Mm, um
2: ties into today's show topic
0: it sure does i had like this is not migraine related but i did have like this giant mass on my jaw okay like this huge fucking big old fucking golf ball size mass okay and they didn't really know what it was right so they wanted to remove it and figure out what it was so i um had gone and i had gone to the children's hospital because i can kind of remember it but i had to have been like under the age of four and um... They were, like, doing, like, a bunch of prep for surgery that was going to happen that week. And then the day of the surgery, when I woke up, it was gone. And nobody ever really knows what the fuck happened. (laughs) It just was gone. Wow. (laughs) uh yeah and then like later a little bit later in life you know i I talk about my my teeth i've talked about my teeth maybe i haven't talked about my teeth on the show but if you have met me hi i have bad teeth i I need dentures and i'll get them soon um but uh (laughs) you know but i also had like an incident where like like one of my lower gums on one complete side was like just completely fucking black i mean completely fucking black for like I don't know a good six months and then eventually it just went away and it never
1: <laughs> it
0: just was normal. I don't know. I don't know why those things happened. Um, you know, as a child, um, nobody's ever, nothing like that has ever happened again. Um, you know, aside from the fact that I got, I got bad teeth, but, uh, who knows? I don't know.
2: Yeah. But, uh, I was trying to explain to my kid, like puberty is just a, a crazy time because your body doesn't, you don't go from childhood to adulthood overnight. Like your body grows in different ways. So, like, I had really bad knees when I was a kid. And it was because I was going to be super tall, right? But you can't just, how do you grow super tall? Like, with your feet and then your legs and then your, you know, and you, keep, I guess that's one way you can do it. But like, I, For me, like, my feet got really big and then my knees got really big. That way it could support the rest of me as it grew. Does that make sense? And when my knees got real big, like, they hurt so fucking bad. And, like, I just remember, like, a three-month period where, like, I couldn't bend down. Like, I was just, like, it was, like, crippling. You know what I mean? And, like, honestly, like, the same thing happened with my cock where, like, it got huge. And the doctors just kept saying, like, well, the rest of you is going to catch up to it. And it never did and even now it's like fucking a baby's arm like it's fucking massive <laughs> and like it's i don't know what to do with it like what do you know like i try to do push-ups with it my trailer and like you know some people keep saying she's doing only fans but know, i'm like that guy shy, yeah
0: you know speaking of which you guys definitely i mean listen if you're not on the patreon pat Oward already said it we have a new episode of weird world yeah that was there, a bit but- by the way <laughs> <laughs> but we also have the lost on wednesdays we talk weird episode that only aired for one week and you can only hear it too hot, on the Patreon.
2: Too hot for the airwaves. It was taken, too hot uh, for the
0: airwaves. People uh, actually,
2: you know what? Most most conspiracy theory podcasts. Because I listened to, I researched this week's topic a little bit differently. I listened to other podcasts uh episodes on this topic to see what they did and to, to actually kind of hold counsel with my peers and see what they thought and what they did and their approach to it. And um I will tell you this: those fucking people would die to have been literally threatened we were threatened with physical violence because of the show topic because of this because of this yes. yes we were they there's no like oh they're gonna come after us this motherfucker was gonna come after us <laughs> uh that that's 100 real we've survived that we have that notch on our belt you know and guess what we fucking crumbled <laughs> Like bitches and took it down. But if you give us enough money, you can listen to my Patreon. So,
0: yeah, well, it's still on Patreon. (laughs) Um, for the record, it was Pato that crumbled, not me um but because <laughs> i was worried about you you're a single mom that's what he says it's okay it's right.
2: okay oh, fucking let him come for me
0: listen the man spent time on mars i don't blame you for being scared of him okay it's fine
2: i was 100 right. worried about you it was uh- he
0: was responsible for the for the the fucking slaughter on mars or whatever the fuck it was that he said Ugh. um we've said it before i'll say it again if you only subscribe for the one month just to go listen to that episode it's absolutely worth your eight dollars i promise i agree I but agree. you know anyway um yeah, so I, I mean i you? had a very uneventful weekend uh for the most part i've been doing a lot of uh just things on my own lately and um you know it's okay it's all right i, I don't hate that you know sometimes you just gotta kind of go into yourself and uh you know do your own things i, I built a lot of furniture and, um, oh, that's right. <laughs> I did, I did, and I still haven't resolved that issue. But you <laughs> no, know, the furniture itself I built great. It was it's it's my fucking work computer that doesn't work now. You it's know just...
2: what? You have to put that just put that question out on Twitter. Like the amount, first of all, the amount of man. I understand the amount of splitting you have to deal with is like nauseating. But you don't think we have enough fucking Geek Squad members that listen to us that can get that shit fixed for you in like fifteen minutes?
0: Yeah. And like literally anybody could. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take it up to the office tomorrow and they're going to give me a new one. So uh, and right even to. like, you know, it just I don't talk a lot about my day job, but I'm just going to say, man, this whole ordeal um has really proven to me how much the people that i work for fucking don't know a goddamn thing welcome, like, they don't welcome even, to the
2: public sector uh they
0: don't even like understand what i'm saying and i meant listen you guys it's just not reading that the one monitor is plugged into the other I, that's it that's all it is that's the problem and my boss is like well why is it your laptop working i'm like oh my god it is my laptop is fine <laughs> dude. and then so they want me to bring fucking everything okay one monitor that's out i got two monitors that he I, I got one monitor that's out they want me to bring both monitors and my laptop and my work phone all up there tomorrow to the fucking distribution center that's fucking 35 minutes away from me i have to pack all this shit up and carry it all in there and i got the the big fucking monitors i'm like why can't i just bring the one monitor and it's hookups i don't what (laughs) and then they're like well you're gonna have to stay here and work your shift here i work from home no i'm not I'm not staying I will call off for the rest of the day bye I'm an adult I'll go home and finish my shift at home because I can do my job still I just need a new monitor that's it and I don't even need that much so anyway so I'm a regular jerk off to you guys like I'm not that different from from all of you um (laughs) I do regular but I did you know I said a couple weeks ago I watched a really good movie I did watch it again um and and it still holds uh bones and all check it out man that is some good stuff um i was talking to somebody well i made a post on social media about how i don't like a24 films i think we've talked about it here before um don't like them don't like them i'm especially not a fan of ari aster his movies fucking blow they're not good at all um there's you know somebody had like talked about hereditary and of course they were mansplaining to me what what it's about i know what the fuck it's about it's just that there's movies that do it way better um (laughs) than that than that dumbass movie okay and and that's when I told them okay well you should check out this movie because it actually does it way better um but you know Bones and All to me is like it's like what A24 is trying to do it's just that they do it better because they actually tell an interesting story with interesting visuals and um it's just I don't know I really liked it so check that one out um you know because it was good but that I mean that's it really that's what I did this weekend.
2: I uh I mean if we're going to talk media real quick I got to throw out um this week's uh The Last of Us. Have you watched that show?
0: No, we can't talk about it. Okay. I've watched it.
2: It's uh it is everything. It is one of those things where I so I downloaded the game because it was like free on the PlayStation Network and got into it a little bit and and didn't really like the game. I watched the show cuz I figured what the fuck? I watched the show. And i like liked the show. There was a lot of buzz around this week's episode. Um, and I didn't know. I had no background in the game going into watching it. And I didn't know too. I, I was vaguely aware of the discourse on Twitter. And I watched it last night and was in fucking tears the entire time. And so much so that my wife was, like, making fun of me. Like, talking shit the whole fucking time. Sitting there in the recliner like, You just want to be loved so bad. Fuck you. You know, all this stuff it was uh it is if you need a good cry watch it you don't need to, i don't even think you really need to watch the show i think you could you could like just watch episode 3 um and it would have the similar effect it is so fucking powerful and moving and it is it, it, i mean those everyone involved in that i'm not going to give too much away they're all going to win fucking emmys and uh well deserved it was absolutely beautiful And it was, it's good to have that like cathartic cry and uh, (laughs) I definitely needed one. So if you need one too, episode three of season one of Last of Us, uh, it'll make you wet. Okay. In in the face.
0: In the face. (laughs) Wet all up in the face. That's the kind of weekend I want to have, a wet face weekend. I
2: know, I know, right? (laughs)
0: It's a- uh, okay well <laughs> no i haven't watched it yet uh i will watch it uh but you know bad people seem to like it so there's that Why 2
2: k movies uh speed racer because i know we probably have fans that are into the speed racer comeback thing that is going on right now for some reason so check that out there's
0: now. a speed racer comeback happening right now yeah i don't
2: i yeah i mean honestly within the past year or two i don't know if like speed racer has become a gay icon or if if it's because the Workowski's or whatever but like that movie came out in 2008 no one really gave a shit even though it was it was the first thing they directed post the matrix trilogy they had written via for vendetta but it was actually directed by their cinematographer they didn't direct that one first thing they directed was speed racer and um everyone just kind of like shrugged at it and was like oh but now i feel like in the past couple years it's become um this just like people drool over it it's it, you know what it is it's like the fucking ha- hot movie well it's like a halloween three where everyone was like you know halloween three is actually a pretty good movie you know it's like oh, okay buddy like it's the same thing P- speed racer is like on that track we're like you know, speed racer was actually a pretty good movie you know and uh we we covered it because i liked it from i went and saw it in the theater i was i've always been a wakowski's fan and um
1: wear with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw we prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i've always been an anime fan
2: and i've always been a, a it's definitely a very heady chaos magic stoner visuals anime translated into live action wild ride about racing <laughs> Does he win? chimpanzees speed racer. Ah, I don't want to give it away. Matthew. Fox, oh my god. Matthew You're Fox is a it too? You're win.
0: Were you a speed racer? Did Did you watch that? We Cursuitous talked about spin? this already in a, like the last episode.
2: Oh, geez, never mind. <laughs> Go back.
0: Or maybe the episode before that
2: i'll go back and re-listen to us and remember what her response was
0: recently we talked about speed racer okay i said said yes i was i was a speed racer person um you know back in the day but i didn't watch the movie i didn't know there was one until you talked about the show so anyway was some news sure here's some interesting news um you know the doomsday clock yeah so the doomsday clock uh for people that don't know is basically like a metaphorical um clock to the end of humanity right um it pretty much like takes the climate of people right now and and where we're at and kind of tries to predict how much time we have left on our planet um the doomsday clock recently was moved 90 seconds to midnight which is the closest it has ever been okay Mm-hmm. Now, it has gone, you know, it's gone to and fro a couple of times now, um, you know, but now it's the closest that it's ever been. And, um, you know, when they move the doomsday clock, this isn't just like some hobby. Like, this is a team of fucking scientists like that that have this thing, right? Mm. So it's not just some like fucking neckbeards, you know, with the, with the doomsday clock predicting humanity's fate.
2: But it's also a self-appointed, and I'm going to look up who they are right now because I don't know the top of my head, but it's a self-appointing body that created this thing. It's not like you know what i mean it's, it's like an independent organization
0: it is yeah. right well most scientists are um you know so you know but again these are educated people that's the point um now what they had a tri- when they whenever they move the hands of the clock okay which like i said it goes to and fro a lot they do attribute it to specific factors um you know one of the biggest factors they had cited for moving it 90 seconds to midnight was the uh, you know russia's war on ukraine um you know any <laughs> any type of war is bound to fuck up our i mean it fucks up a lot of things um our fin- financial stability it fucks up our economical uh not economical but um ecological stability it's not good for us uh, another thing that it cited was climate change which is huh no brainer we're really not doing anything about that so uh you know the clock just keeps ticking um, bio threats which i thought was interesting i don't really know what the hell that means
2: well biological warfare like people that think that that covid was weaponized and released from oh my god and then did you see the pfizer shit that happened this week no oh they talked about how they're 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 mutating uh viruses in the laboratory so that they can preemptively create uh vaccines for them which seems like something normal that you would do but uh, a lot of people are taking it as you have a pharmaceutical company uh admitting that they're making uh killer diseases for profit or something that they're like that they're uh with forced evolution for profit which is yeah, I mean, is one way to look at it, but it was a it was fucking all over Twitter, and that's what that, that dude that played Shazam, Zachary Levi, said something about it, and now they're trying to cancel him because he called out Pfizer for it, and you can't be an anti vaxxer. <laughs> two weeks before your tentpole dc movie comes out like that was a fucking miscalculation oh i know right just wait wait. Wait
0: i know put your your bad opinion out there you know yeah Let the internet hate you then but let them pay to see the movie first sure (laughs) um
2: project veritas if you're i don't know if you guys are familiar with that but uh keep it i'm not trying to hijack your thing i'm sorry go on
0: no, it's okay. Um, I, you know, I will comment on that for a second. Guys, um, pharmaceutical companies and laboratories have been mutating viruses since we could mutate viruses. That's not a big secret. Um, that's how COVID-19 started to begin with, we believe, is that it was created in a lab in China that has not just Chinese scientists, but actually scientists from all over the world that, that look at vi- virology and how it affects things. And That's, like I said, probably where it came from.
2: It's called Directed Evolution. And I guess people, yeah, people feel like you should just wait until something is killing us before you bring it into a laboratory and try to figure out a cure for it instead of preemptively trying to figure out how it how a virus is going to mutate next forcing that directing that evolution because you you figure out like okay in the wild it'll probably respond this way and and evolve in this way we're going to make it evolve that way in the laboratory and then we can create a vaccine for it preemptively but some people are afraid that like well when you do that you're creating the very thing that you feel the need to it's like you're creating the enemy right then and it could get out exactly which is how right. they think covid started in the
0: first which, place. Right, right which is yes like, well okay i agree with that then that's pretty i mean you know you know anyway okay back to the doomsday clock so maybe that's <laughs> what they're talking about with bio threats. sure um <laughs> stuff like that this one was really interesting um going off of everything that was just said they they cited disinformation mm. that's a good one
2: especially given this week's topic as well
0: yeah that's a really good one um that just goes to show that like we are literally so fucking dumb that we are not all of us but some of us are so fucking dumb and we just um are driving ourselves to extinction even closer (laughs) because we choose to be dumb and just believe things that can very easily be disproven um you know that's that and then uh disruptive technology as well uh probably like ai is what i'm assuming they're talking about social
2: media in general yeah
0: yeah, I mean, I could see that. So, uh, yeah, Doomsday Clock ticks ticks takes closer to the end and, there.
2: And the hands of the clock are set by the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, a group formed by Manhattan Project scientists at the University of Chicago who helped build the atomic bomb but protested using it against people. Uh, two U of Chicago faculty members sit on the Bulletin Science and Security Board. They are board co-chair Daniel Holes and former chair Robert rosner so it's two guys from chicago so obviously it must be true i take back oh, everything i said about dismissing the validity of the doomsday <laughs> clock uh given that it is a timepiece set by people from chicago uh,
0: i can you go see it, it implicitly.
2: i don't know if it's here i don't know where it's at. i thought it was in london for some reason
0: yeah i thought it was like oh, across the pond um but i don't know maybe we'll look into that
2: i I, well you know what we're gonna look into it right now where is the doomsday clock
0: yeah look that up i'm curious i want to go visit the doomsday clock and get my picture taken Uh, by it
2: it's set every year at the so it doesn't where's the university of chicago yeah you can visit it it's uh that's fucking
0: 1307
2: east 60th street oh that's the hood but whatever it's hyde park i guess it's not that bad yeah we can go i'll take you there
0: let's go to the doomsday clock we'll
2: go get tacos afterwards or a hot dog or
0: something that sounds good yeah. you know, Hot
2: dog <laughs> with mustard, no ketchup
0: uh but yeah so i i thought all of those points were very interesting and um i definitely deemed them pretty valid uh for reasons why, I mean, that makes sense right I, i'm not really questioning any of those reasons that makes sense um and just the the total lack of any world leaders not 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 just america just everybody in general not working towards these issues i mean just to continue like let's just ignore it right (laughs) and eventually it'll go away well it's not going to go away uh we need to we need to work on the problems here and and figure out a solution but you know i'm just a person with a podcast so i don't what, what the fuck do i know um but that was all i had that was all i had for for this week's news
2: yeah so my news are all drunken and fucked up um i was going to talk about uh this week on um singular14.com they uh talk about uh, there's a a story whose headline reads i believe that someone or something flies around Waukegan, illinois (laughs) which made me laugh because i know where that's at um and there was a sighting in August of 2020 where a family of five was uh, saw a winged humanoid fly over Market Street in Waukegan, just south of the Waukegan Harbor and 500 feet from Lake Michigan. So Waukegan is north of the city, just south of the state line between uh, Illinois and Wisconsin. And um, so that was where my notes started. And then I started talking about how in the 90s I uh, used to lay concrete driveways for my dad, my friend's dad's construction company, and we laid uh, the, the driveway of Eddie Belfour, who was a Chicago Blackhawk, and he had an airport in his backyard, which has nothing to do with anything and um
1: okay. <laughs> that's where we're at
2: with pat's news this week I told you it was a rough week kind of shit to bed on both the weird world and the but if you like a reverent commentary like that please check out this week's this month's weird world because
0: we it's, talk a lot about music for it, like 40 minutes it's or... just
2: like that it's well because that's what i do when i get drunk is i listen to fucking spotify you know <laughs> what i mean i'm not an angry drunk i'm not like a, a horny drunk I, li- I literally like to just drink and listen to music my two favorite things in the world headphones on beer in my hand i'll be fine for like five hours straight um so that's me but i wanted to bring back something that we kind of got away from which is doing the weekly shout outs and i want to give a shout out to cheap tracks a history of cheap trick song by song a podcast hosted by a friend of the show mike vanderbilt and uh his co-host chris Castaneda who uh, I spent some time uh, drinking and talking about music with Saturday night. So they have a podcast. They have, Mike's got tons of podcasts, but him and Chris do this thing where every episode they'll take one single Cheap Trick song and they'll talk about the production history, how it was recorded, the personnel, uh, why it's significant to the band's history. And um, I thought this was a great idea. They're on second they're on the second season of the show, and I boycotted the first season because the the special guests that they had on were absolutely unbelievable and I'm a hater. I don't know if you guys realize this at heart, but I'm a fucking hater sometimes so uh they had gotten Greg Cott, who's the Chicago music critic uh for I think the Tribune He's one of the he wrote uh Learning How to die, which is this book about Wilco uh, so he's a Chicago music critic. Steve Albini, who I'm sure everybody here knows who Steve Albini is, he produced In Utero and was in Big Black and was in Shellac and a bunch of other stuff, famous Chicago music guy, and Rhett Miller from the old 97s, so they had all of those guests on their podcast in the first season, and I said, fuck that, I'm not going to listen to that podcast, what a bunch of assholes, and then I broke down and I listened to it for the second season after I met Chris at a Black Wednesday party last year, and uh, he was a very cool guy. Or not Black Wednesday. Mike's uh, fried chicken and champagne thing that I thought was going to be an orgy, and it wasn't an orgy. The best part (laughs) about that whole thing was that I met Chris, and I was like, you know, this ain't an orgy, but this is still a pretty good party because Chris seemed like an all right guy. And, uh, yeah, I just want to give their podcast a a quick shout-out. Cheap Tracks, a history of Cheap Tricks, song by song. If you don't like Cheap Trick, then you're not going to give a fuck about this podcast. But on the off chance that you are one of the few, the proud, the Cheap Trick fans, um don't really dig it and i consider myself a cheap trick fan and as much as it took me to begrudgingly listen to it i'm glad that i did and uh, i'm still not going to give them the the listen count for the albini or rep miller episode because fuck them but uh the other ones seem pretty good (laughs) so give it a listen (laughs) just don't listen to albini or greg katt i'll go back and listen because i really like that guy he's a good writer but steve albini fuck yourself (laughs)
0: we need to, are you keeping a list of these shout outs
2: no damn
0: i'm not either i don't remember who's been shouted Moffman out mothman so 46 Twice. <laughs> we <only Yeah>.
2: <laughs> we'll do number three he gets the, he gets the semi-chub this week <laughs> mothman 46 thank you for migrating to my new instagram account with me where he's, he's still
0: he's yeah. still a pleasure yes. yeah he's definitely um that's uh one upstanding citizen right there mothman 46 right. so, um <laughs>
1: thank you for your
2: service
0: mascot of the show um we don't have one of those anyway <laughs> okay well are you ready to talk about project Bluebeam now
2: let's do it
0: god i hate this um why
2: why so wh- let me ask you because i know you're gonna be like what do you know about this why did you pick to do this let me ask you that what, what? because
0: because enough people talk about it i mean so i'll come across so i, I curate topics from the show Um, through a mixture of you know sometimes we'll take suggestions but honestly the list is very long Um, so I'll but I'll like come across something in the wild and I'll add it to the list Um, sometimes it's things that I'm knowledgeable about that I'm just like oh yeah there's that thing oh and and sometimes I don't know shit about it Um, you know this one like I said I I, I know a couple of people that that subscribe to this fucking stupid idea Um, (laughs) and I am judging you for it I don't think Uh, it's stupid Oh my god. I
2: I will let me just say curve your curve, hold your tongue woman. I uh I I don't think that it's going to go down like this, but I think there's so there's so many like shadows of this and shit that actually has happened. I don't think it's that far fetched. I don't. I, it's it's very woo, but like it's not as when, let me put it like this. When I first heard about this in the mid 90s, I laughed at the fuck off. Now, i i still don't know if it's gonna go down like this but i i take it more seriously now than i did 20 years ago (laughs) i'm just saying 30 years ago actually
0: i'll tell you why it was stupid and but not yet not yet okay so for people that don't know what this is or you know maybe you're vaguely familiar with it um project blue beam essentially okay the the bare bones is that it is a conspiracy uh that this guy wrote a book about stating that there was going to be a uh, one religion government under the new world order in order to i guess better control people um and then there's like particulars kind of leading up to that um so this guy what's his name i don't i didn't put put his fucking name down here and he's a big you know
2: sergey uh
0: here we go monast
2: and which he's quebecian so he's french as as a as a fellow french descendant i should be able to pronounce that better probably serge monast i guess
0: i'm gonna say sergey because i believe that's it's sergey no serge Serge. It's uh yeah, Serge Sergey. I think it's Sergey.
2: <laughs> what the fuck ever? Who cares? He's dead.
0: Who cares? Right. He, yeah, he was done.
2: suicided, which I'm sure is completely coincidental. <laughs> so, you know, he can't come after. He, us. Didn't,
0: he was he didn't kill himself.
2: Well, no, he had a heart attack, but
0: yeah, a heart attack. yeah. Um, but uh anyway, so he uh wrote this book called Project Bluebeam in nineteen ninety four, which states that NASA and the UN are working together um to basically create a fake second coming to Prove that there's like one religion, and to get everybody under this one religion together, and it doesn't really make a whole bunch of sense as to why they would do that. But right, apparently, it makes people easier to control. Um, a little bit about Sergey. He was an investigative journalist from Canada. Um, like Pat O did mention, he did die uh very shortly after the book was published in 1996 of a heart attack. Uh, but some people think that he was poisoned by a psychotropic weapon.
2: Yeah the heart attack gun that's what they came after me with but i fucking dodged that shit
0: <laughs> is that what is that what happened to you no no i didn't have a heart attack um so i, I won't get into why i think it's bullshit yet but we'll kind of talk about like so the main framework of this is that this was supposed to happen in like steps okay mm mm-hmm. And so the first step to this was that um, there was going to be a breakdown of archaeological knowledge. Okay, so basically um, NASA, whoever, uh, we're going to use science to prove that all religion is wrong. And in a very in a very specific way at that, um, he said that there was going to be a series of earthquakes which would uncover archaeological artifacts, which would then prove that go against what we know. Fossil record, yeah in christian religion right and then you know explain something else um no this has happened uh, natural disasters has have caused things to kind of shake up and for us to make discoveries and so some people call that proof um i don't i just call it science pato you got anything to say about step one um
2: well is that what gran hancock is doing i mean there's lots of people that have very strong opinions about the history of mankind and this idea that we that's currently I mean look I don't know I I feel like oh there's so much to this um I feel like yeah the, the fossil record is contested right I mean there's people out there that think that the world is 8000 years old there's a lot of people out there that think that the fucking world is 8000 years old right there's some people that think that we did not descend from apes. There's some people that think that uh, evolution is something being forced on our throat by fucking evil scientists. You know, I mean, there there's a lot of, I don't think, what we, what you consider to be common sense is no longer common sense, right? And there's a lot of people that have very strong different opinions about where we came from. And the idea that there was going to be something Scientific that's going to that was going to there's going to be a scientific discovery that was going to be false that was going to tip the scales immeasurably in one way so that it to be irrefutable. Um, I mean, that's something that we hope happens eventually anyway because then we can stop debating where we come from. That's what's going to happen if we ever truly learn where we come from, is what he just described. So now. But in his scenario, it's a false flag. It's not true. It's planted evidence, right? Right. But we should hope that the same thing would happen, and it's not fake evidence. But the thing is, the only people that are going to know for sure aren't going to be people like us. We're not going to be able to tell if it's fake evidence or not, because we're all the way over here, and the only ones that are going to know for sure are the handful of people that are all the way over there. So do I think that step one is plausible? Yes. I think that a lot of, part of step one is an eventuality. Whether or not it's done with ill intent or not remains to be seen. But even then we might not even know.
0: Well, how could it not be ill you intent you, if of they're of purposefully planting artifacts?
2: Because it, uh, unless serious. it's real, maybe maybe they're real artifact. That's the thing. We won't know if they're planted, right? If they pull something out of the ground tomorrow that proves anything definitively, right then 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 this what i'm saying is is that like we won't know if it's fake or not the only people are gonna know they're fake or, i think i i'm just repeating myself at this point it's an echo chamber but i i, I think I, I i stated
1: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess Ah, in my dentist's office
0: The only people that would know it's fake is NASA and the U.N. Well, not
2: necessarily NASA and the U.N. That's a weird combo. There's a lot of shit about this that I don't subscribe to.
0: Well, there's a reason why NASA is involved, you know, and we'll get there. Right. Um, but like that's what he's saying is that this is all planned by nasa and the un and so that's what we're i mean we're that's just what we're using the framework by sure but what you're saying is that like some other entity could plant artifacts and like the archaeologists and shit digging up those artifacts are in on it so to them it's also real no what, what i'm
2: saying okay. is is that given the nature of, of archaeological exploration eventually at some point we would hope that we discover things that point to definitive proof of where mankind came from and our journey over the past 8,000 or 800 million years or whatever, right? So that's why we keep looking. It's because we want to find more stuff, right?
0: Well, Yeah, sure. So, so, uh, the, I mean... so the
2: idea is, is that someday we'll make a discovery so big that it will answer all these questions. And that that's what the ultimate goal of everybody is, right? Is to keep answering questions, right. to find something so big it answers all the questions. My point is, is that to be suspicious of what they find being legitimate or not isn't completely unreasonable. And people like you and me won't be able to make the distinction whether or not that evidence is real or not. We'll have to take the word of the people on TV that hold it up and say this is legit. And it's not going to be someone like me or you. It's going to be some faceless person on TV that's never been in my kitchen that's going to tell me that they just found something that definitively explains the history of mankind
0: i gotcha right i I will say very confidently that you know the only way that we will know exactly what happened is not going to be some smoking gun artifact that's never going to happen um what the only way would be time travel if we can invent time travel and travel back and see what happened then you know but then then i mean that's a whole other can of worms like how can you Mm -hmm. like survive the big bang i don't think you can (laughs) you know or whatever happened you know um just personally this whole mystery of where we came from is never going to get solved
2: all right you know that's
0: my that's my view (laughs) okay um but this is more about like an attack on religion itself which i don't see happening like i just don't see that as like a unified it's there's no like conspiracy against religion um
2: yeah there is no war on christmas uh christmas one right right
0: (laughs) right and and obviously this guy is coming from he is coming from a christian viewpoint um so that right. is important to the, note here
2: christians still rule the world uh, just because your barista says happy holidays instead of merry christmas d- does not mean that christians are yeah. being persecuted thrown to the lions fucking uh but they at-
0: don't rule the world less than 30 percent of the entire world's population is christian well
2: you know what i mean like we are not we are not some like <laughs> <They rule> america <laughs> we are not some maligned marginalized group uh we're, we're okay yeah. and, yes, and no right. one's yeah you're not you're not persecuted like you think like people like to claim they are sometimes yes exactly yeah.
0: right there's no right i don't believe that's happening i I mean i do believe that we find things and and they are what they are i mean we haven't found i mean fucking most of the shit that we find is like oh these people believed in these you know fucking 20 gods or whatever <laughs> you know it's not and that doesn't hurt christianity it shouldn't hurt christianity you know for other people to believe in things or whatever mm-hmm. um you know i don't think that there's anything definitive that we'll ever find like i said so anyway that's step one mm-hmm. step two <laughs> is a, is a little easier and this is why nasa's involved because step two to this process is going to be this uh, gigantic um 3d holographic laser projections that take place in the sky so what's going to happen is over the sky And depending on the area. So if we are in America, a projection of Jesus will appear. Okay. But if you're in a if you're in like um, you know, an an Arabic type country, you're gonna see Muhammad. You know, whoever is important (laughs) to your religion, whatever figurehead you have, you're going to see those entities in the sky. And what you're going to see happen to those entities is they are all going to physically merge into one entity
2: yeah that's that's part of the insane part i think that might have been the the first draft of project blue bean but uh i think that i that's that makes no sense that does not work that doesn't no. work that because that, you know what I, I will say this like you come up with a plan and then you work on it and they've had 30 years and i'm sure that they've revised that part out of it because that would not work people's suspension of disbelief would shatter and they would all realize what they were looking at was complete total fucking phony bullshit.
0: Yeah we'd be like, what's a laser light show yeah, what about people it, that are atheist?
2: It just doesn't make there's so many holes in it doesn't make sense. there's two no. um, like you said yourself you know Christians are three percent in the world when we're, United States is the melting pot. what about my fucking you know Muslim neighbors like what the fuck are they gonna we're gonna both be looking at the same thing as we no it, it it doesn't it that doesn't make sense. That would not work. You know what I mean? If that- right, you
0: can't put a projection in the sky that the whole entire world sees at the same time. And that's kind of the idea is that the whole world is going to see all of these religious figureheads show themselves to them at the same time. So while we see Jesus, yes, we can also see Muhammad over there. And they're telling all of us, hey, guess what? We're all the same. And then they merge into one being. Okay. <laughs> that's I didn't write this pattern. I know, I, I know. You. I know. It's I know. ridiculous. It is
2: ridiculous. <laughs> it is and this At is least, where like in 1940 1994 i was like "eh, bullshit you know
0: <laughs> yeah that's crazy um you know so i mean there's that you know but this is basically um to actually simulate the second coming okay so this is what this is supposed to represent is that this is the official second coming okay this we've started right things are getting crazy um step three step three is telepathic uh communication so he's saying that nasa is going to use low frequency radio waves to telepathically communicate with all of the humans in an attempt to shape their beliefs to match those taught by the new age religion so if you already didn't freely go ahead and subscribe to those big uh those big gods in the sky there then nasa is going to force you to believe it using mind control
2: I think that step three got uh, redesigned when they took out step two, and aspects of step three have been incorporated into step four.
0: Okay, that's we'll all, get there. Yeah, but but that's all you got to say that's about all step I have to say four. About that
2: yeah, that that okay. I don't believe it's going to go down like that. I think it. We'll get to this next part, and that's where that'll come into play.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so step four okay and this is pretty much the um final step i guess i couldn't find any steps beyond it this is the part that fucks this is the part that fucks um step four is to create a chaotic event that makes people desperate enough to accept the new world order so it's to make them believe that um possibly okay a popular theory to this is that an alien invasion is happening Mm Mm-hmm and so it's a very something very scary another another way that this could play out is by making people believe that the rapture is happening okay and another one is to um it's fucking weird it says the goal of this one deals with global satanic ghosts all around the world in order to push all population on the edge to dr- to drown into a wave of suicide killing and permanent psychological disorder i'm not quite sure what the fuck that means um but <laughs> that's uh another way this could play out um but step four is where a lot of people come into place here so this is where i've heard of project Bluebeam. Mm-hmm. okay i've heard of people talking about like ufos and like the government disclosure of ufos and and how they're saying that like ufos is just project blue beam it's just them trying to stir up or get us ready for this alien invasion that's going to happen that's not going to actually be real like weird clouds and shit happen in the sky because it's nasa testing out their project blue beam technologies in order to make this happen Mm -hmm. now on the flip side of that then you have people that obviously the rapture okay so you got people physically um on the ground leaving the bodies those aren't real people those are holograms um, that's why we've been putting a lot of work into holograms is because of, of this big plan with nasa and the u.n and um you're going to see people rising up and rising into the sky like you would in the rapture
2: that's nonsense yeah
0: and then also um the pandemic people blame the pandemic on uh or blame brought blamed project blue book for the pandemic, saying that, you know, obviously COVID's not real, none of that's real. And they're just doing it because it's the final step in Project Blue Book, despite the fact that we still haven't seen our giant Sky Daddy projection or telepathic communication. But, you know, it's just me.
2: Blue Beam. Um, yeah. Oh, like yeah. I said, I think steps two and three, th- the reason for those were to dismantle religion, organized religion to the point where we were susceptible to believe the alien invasion thing and then that way we would turn to the government and relinquish all control
0: because we're scared right
2: and uh i think that you know the sky daddy thing like you said is ridiculous now and um obviously whatever If let's let's pretend for a second that what this reporter stumbled upon he really did find something some kind of document or some kind of some kind of mission statement um clearly he found something that was uh very old like I mean, at the time it might have been recent but at the time they thought they were going to do it in the 80s and then it never happened and then it was going to happen in the 90s didn't happen year 2000 didn't happen so um if if he really did find some kind of document It's easy to believe that it was a draft of a document, a draft of a plan. And that doesn't mean that that document that he found or whatever information he found is still the fucking, you know, bullet pointed legal pad that these people are going off of today, right? Things happen, plans change, right? I could see this plan makes sense to a certain extent if it and it makes even more sense to me if you take out steps 2 and 3 if you take out the fucking hologram projection i mean look we know the hologram technology is there and that was the other thing too is that back in the day it was like what like a fucking hologram like that cheap shit no one would ever confuse that with reality bitch they did it with tupac right like they could do that now and they do that now with shit sometimes so like we know that like the the, te- the technology being there for something to be that realistic is not as far-fetched as it was in 1994 okay um the idea that some of these sky anomalies that people are seeing be it uaps be it cloud formations how about that cloud pussy thing now you see a picture of that this week no oh my google cloud pussy right now while i'm ranting and you'll fuck oh
1: my god
2: don't bother wearing socks because they're about to get blown straight off um some people say that this stuff is is them trying out this technology to see how believable it is okay let's let's do a let's do a sky projection in, in tempe arizona and you know we'll leave it up there for 45 minutes to an hour we'll make sure there's plenty of fucking photographs and youtube videos and then we're going to sit there and we're going to watch the comments and let's see how believable it is and let's take notes right why do people buy it? Why do they not buy it? What are the red flags that people have? They're going to sit there and they're going to do. They're going to fact check your homework for you. They're going to they're going to grade you. It's like an audience score, like showing the first cut of a movie to a theater, theatrical audience and then asking them, "What'd you think? What would you change? Did you like the movie?" Right. So maybe, and that's the thing about this kind of like, if you're actually going to run this kind of operation, you got one shot to do it, and if you blow it or the public doesn't buy it. You have completely fucking outed yourself as someone trying to attempt global manipulation, right? So you you get one chance to fucking get this right. And it could be that whoever originally was going to do this or whoever authored this document that this fucking reporter found, it could be that they don't have the balls to pull the trigger yet because they don't think that they got it right or they need more confirmation. This is a one and done thing. You fuck this up. You just fucked up everything and them dragging the UAP thing out all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like that, this, those things never went away. Those sightings never gonna away, but now they're dragging it back into the spotlight. Why? Why? I'm not saying it's big. That has anything to do with project blue beam, but it's one idea one could entertain. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay. Like I'm listening. Some, like I said, some of this stuff makes sense a little bit. And as someone that's heard this theory 30 years ago when I was in fucking high school reading Behold the Pale Horse, I laughed at it then. It seemed completely ridiculous. Did not seem as ridiculous this time. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's grown on me a little bit. And when I look around, I see more shit that's like, well, it's not exactly apples for apples, but there's certain similarities here. So, something about this shit's rhyming. You know what I mean? And it, it seems a little bit more believable to me.
0: Well, I'll tell you who wrote that document that Sergey based this entire book off of, okay? His name is Gene Roddenberry. You ever heard of Gene (laughs) Roddenberry title?
2: I may have. It sounds vaguely familiar.
0: (laughs) Gene Roddenberry um, worked on this little TV show, and he took this idea and he pitched it for a little movie. You might have heard of it, Star Trek.
2: It was a TV show, yeah
0: and initially it was supposed to be the original concept of the star trek movie it was not they ended up going with a different idea so roddenberry then put it out as a star trek novel um which came out very shortly after the movie sometime in the very early 80s and this is hold on word for word exactly what happened in the star trek novel which at the time um you did have trekkies and stuff like that but you didn't have a bunch of them you didn't have the um spread of information in 1994 like you do now um so when you put this book out to people and they're not familiar with every single star trek novel out there especially not this weird obscure one um then yeah it might seem like a pretty cool concept but uh that's where you got the idea from (laughs) and it's not hard to find that information out there, there is a smoking gun to this one um because you know i guess the guy just fucking thought man that slaps that story is so good i bet that's really happening and he put it out there um of course we know art imitates life right i mean so it, it's not so far-fetched i don't uh old gene has any type of uh ties to the human or nasa i mean he might i don't know um but you know he put that out there and and old sergey wasn't a uh, so he he was known for being a big sci-fi fan, so he absolutely ripped this a thousand percent from the Star Trek book. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. <laughs> and I don't, I can't, I, I should have written the title down. I didn't. I should have. Um, but just Google Gene Roddenberry and uh Star Trek or Project Blue Beam, and you'll find it. And uh there it is. I mean, I I agree with you. I'm, you know, I've been saying it for a while. I did think that personally there is some type of rhyme or reason to the fact that you know we've got this uap discussion happening now um why why now you know I, or i'm i curious as to why now um but you know why did they do it with with project blue book i mean and nothing ever came out of that so i mean i don't know maybe they just do it every couple of years i don't fucking know and you know put it out there just because they're getting more and imp- more people involved and you know the more people you get involved um there's like a popular theory okay and it's that you know once you have three or more people involved in a lie then that lie unravels statistically speaking (laughs) one of those three people is going to speak right so then you're talking more and more and more and more and more right and you're going to have more people talking it's almost impossible we as humans we're not good at keeping secrets oh we're not
2: why disagree with that one and everybody listening right now that knows me in my personal life knows exactly what i'm talking about and i will not go into detail on the air because i'm just not going to do that and i can tell you when we get off because i don't know if you know this fucking story but um oh people have vaults and you can get a whole bunch of people to keep their mouth shut for a very long time if they have a good enough reason i understand what you're saying though that's not me being super i'm not i'm not shitting on you shitting in your cheerios too aggressively there but i think if if maybe some people out there have examples from their personal life people could keep secrets you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> not, not to be
0: <laughs>
2: not to be too cryptic i understand i guess cryptids,
0: but... I, I, I get it i understand yeah. listen i i know i talk to people that work at the base i know i know that they especially those kinds of people they are fucking brainwashed to believe that they can never ever ever fucking talk about the things that they do however that shit slips in regular conversations and it is interesting to watch how it slips out because they won't elaborate and they'll say something that's so fucking off the wall and you are just kind of expected to just be like oh okay (laughs) and ignore what they just said um and it's interesting you know but so I, I get it listen i i know um and brainwashing is very real um so that's we know that that's real we can prove that that's real um but i think that this would take so many fucking people and it would take so many not just like big people that we don't even know the names of that work behind closed doors and this that, and the other i think that it would take people smaller people too and i think i don't know i just think that this would be really hard to keep secret i think
2: it would yeah i i can see a scenario where and this you know here's the thing somebody had to think this up right Right. and whether or not that person either was serge either he thought it up for his book or The fucking New World Order hand puppet that thought this up for his proposal of, you know, plan for world domination 136B, you know. so Obviously, somebody had to sit down behind a typewriter and write out this fucking plan, all right? Either one of those people could have been Gene Roddenberry fans. You're you're maintaining that, okay, well, it must have been Serge. He was a Trekkie, and that's where he got this story from. Or the dude in the new world order was a fucking trekkie <laughs> and that's where he got the story from you know what i mean how many like like this this is something that happens all the time the 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 u.s military does work with the entertainment industry to i remember i remember this right after nine eleven, and and i don't just i'm telling you people fucking google it after 9-11 the 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 fucking government cia fbi whoever i don't know whatever alphabet agency you want to come up with the military they pulled in people like Michael Bay, people like Tony Scott, people like Brian Singer, people—all kinds of fucking Hollywood directors and story writers, and, uh, and filmmakers—and said, "Okay, they just flew fucking planes in an office building. What else could they come
1: up with?" Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. Right.
0: So, doesn't that show you right there, Pat, just how fucking incompetent these people are to create a new world order? Well, that they have to get fucking Michael Bay in on it.
2: Here's the thing i they haven't done it.
0: They haven't done they it.
2: They haven't done it. And it, maybe they never will. And maybe that's why we never really have to worry about this too much, right? Is that you're right. Like, the UN can barely get fucking toothbrushes to Kosovo. What the fuck are we worried about them, like, somehow effectively governing the whole entire world? Like, it's probably not going to happen. It'll probably never happen. That doesn't mean that people, that doesn't mean that it wasn't a goal. That just somehow, you know how sometimes you got p- big plans for the weekend, right? Like you're going to go out and you get all this shit done, right? Maybe and you might just had big yeah. plans for the fucking humanity and just never got the shit done, right?
1: <laughs> <You drink laughs> like, the whole They fucking, fucking drank a fifth I, of vodka know, there, Friday night,
2: sat there and listened to Spotify, and their notes for world domination ended up being fucking CCR lyrics, you know what I
0: mean? Fair enough. They people.
2: They're people just like us, you know what I mean? And not know like that, but they're bro military people. No offense about that. But I'm just saying like, I, you know, Hey, I, just because they never pulled it off. Doesn't mean the intent wasn't there. I right? understand. And I, I honestly, there's something that rings so fucking true to me about a staged alien invasion. I always like to say the truth has a certain ring to it. Like there are certain things where you might not be able to explain it and you might not maybe i'm fucking psychic i don't know but like you might not be able to explain it and you might not be able to fucking you know quantify it but sometimes i just certain things just sound fucking right and a staged alien invasion to control that that's the only fucking trick left right so
0: that's the part of the story that you like
2: and that because that comes from reagan's fucking mouth that comes from ronald reagan himself that's a famous fucking speech he gave about if some other worldly threat threatened humanity we would put all of our fucking silly differences aside and unite that's something he fucking said i think at the u.n if i'm not wrong right look that shit up like that and that is why that sounds right so so the idea that like
0: <laughs> the UN was like that's a pretty goddamn good or idea. Whoever
2: I don't know why we could think like I know they said the UN and that, but that's just that's we'll put that we'll throw that piece of information out it's with strange. steps two and three. Fucking eh, not doing the UN, but like the idea like that idea sounds like something that if you were effectively trying to control a population, you have to unite them in, underneath a common threat and with the world just being the way it is the only common threat you could really do at this point would be what fucking aliens from outer space so that and then now you're going to fake that alien invasion with hologram technology where shit looks like it's up in the sky i mean that doesn't seem that far-fetched and we get so much of our media through the tv and the news and the internet anyway i mean how many like you know, like fucking siren head videos have you seen, where it pretty it's like, you know, footage of siren head stopping around the woods. You know that's just not real. Look at all the cryptid videos that are fucking faked and posted online that people buy. How hard would it be to fake alien invasion footage? Right? it's just a matter of like maybe that's yeah. maybe that's what the fucking the chemtrails are is they're building a fucking movie screen in the stratosphere to project this shit on i don't know i'm just saying it This doesn't of all the crazy shit we've covered on this show this is not the craziest like this is like and i would say in the top third of the most somewhat believable you know what i mean i i feel like there's traces of this that you look at and you're like well i mean maybe it's it, it, not like this not like what he said back in the 90s no not like that there's no fucking sky jesus that turns into sky buddha it's fucking goofy that would never work we're too jaded of a culture <laughs> it's fucking not, you know what i mean none of people believe in any of that stuff like but take that out of it and i think you're left with something that's not as insane as you know fucking dog man
0: i um uh, you know respect your opinion okay <laughs> <laughs> no i knew you'd like this so i don't want to take that away from you you're oh. allowed to like what you like and you're allowed to believe what you believe that's fine i don't i think this is total bullshit and it's ridiculous but you know that's me i'm just again fucking person with podcasts i don't know you know
2: it would explain um, it would explain the alien phenomenon the ufo phenomenon pretty well to me
0: i think that it that would no i don't think so just because like okay so you know here it is like here's this one guy with this one idea this one theory right we're, so we're, so if you were to subscribe to that idea okay then you're throwing out every single a- alien abduction that's ever happened you're throwing that away
2: you know what what was okay but let's back it up a little bit um step 4 has them using like not mind control but like intrusive mind projections to make people simulate and here they kind of they refer to them as like demonic ghosts or something
0: yes i don't know what that meant
2: right but i mean okay so re- recontextualize that as as fucking ufo stuff i mean you even know like think about my experience and i don't want to turn this into the thing sure. for me, but like think about the the fucking epilogue to that story Mm -hmm. right that actually fucking fits with this that that was never that it was something else and i don't know you know i don't know i'm not saying i'm not saying all abductees are full of shit i'm just saying that like i don't know
0: no i'll let you have that i understand you know i can't uh you know I, I i know if you want to hear that story go listen to, go subscribe to the patreon um pato spills the tea i mean he talked about it here but man he really talked about it I,
2: I don't think i ever um, i have spilled the tea, tea i'm still holding on to that last one
0: that's the that, last drop of tea in there that's yeah.
2: the last little <laughs> squirt
0: it's very flavorful but yeah there there is it may one day pato will squirt that tea at you I oh don't
2: buy know. me a beer and ask me in person i'll tell you i'm just not gonna fucking, that's, yeah he
0: will <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> you know just hang around the booth for long enough at one of these events and buy some shit and he'll, he'll spill it um but uh yeah anyway i mean i get what you're saying you know I, and i understand I, I do understand how that could become personal for you um and you know again as much as i respect that i just don't subscribe to this i and mostly that's just because like man that's so goddamn boring i would hate for that to be true and uh also because like okay it's 2023 which regardless of however old humanity is and how long we've been here and what we know about our history we at least know that we have been here as a somewhat organized unit for the last 2023 years and like you said Peto, it there is no new, new world order it's not it hasn't happened yet um you know, fuck, that shit would have been so easy to pull off a thousand years ago. <laughs> you know, people were really dumb then, and it never happened then. I just don't think it it will ever happen. Now, whether or not somebody has tried to propose the idea, well, sure, probably, you know, growing up, I mean, especially being a 90s kid, we really glorified world domination. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if that's, like, pinky in the brain talking or what, but, I mean, we were really, like, into that idea. So, I mean, it's not like just as individuals we haven't individually considered that it's not like we haven't had dictatorships you know that that tried to do that um but nobody has and i don't think anybody ever will
2: well right like look at so i think that's this is like the final point i want to make is that like why why would people want to take over the world because we want ultimate okay what do you want to take over the world what do you want you want a lot you want
0: everything right you You want want, everything
2: you want you, you want what you want like unlimited sex slaves okay well you, you can get that all right what if we just gave you that do we still have to fake an alien invasion um why like world domination well we want to make sure that we have control of all the resources can't you do that through capitalism like i feel like yeah every goal like there might have been there might have genuinely been a point in mankind's history where there was some shadowy cabal of people that thought that they had to enslave everybody through uh, a one world government and and one currency and one religion and one language and do all these a- alexandrian shit and all this stuff and make every you know all this fucking stuff that was written on Latin on the side of fucking statues and then they realized well i mean couldn't that plan evolve over time where it's like look all we really want to do is like be able to have fucking orgies and you know have the access to the best medical care and have fucking slaves do everything for us
0: right buy whatever i want yeah
2: and like give me that and i don't care if you know Argentina is a sovereign country (laughs) as long as I can exploit their resources when we need them right and that's what we figured out a way to do through fucking companies and business like and that was it and that was fine and and yeah. you know population control well, now there's gonna be too many people all right we can figure out a way around that we'll fucking do whatever you know what i mean we'll we'll introduce fucking crack into the ghettos or or you know
0: let's it. make birth control free i mean fuck we haven't even done that the simplest of things
2: right like so i don't know i mean i think that people you know people talk about like we still i don't know that's my dog right this is the dog i don't like go away Aww. go away uh, but she always comes up here when i podcast too i don't know why
0: she wants to talk to me. Hi. I think she knows. She's like, you
2: got another hoe on your headset. Um, I think, I think we should keep ourselves open to the idea that plants change over time. And that what might have been these old, I think we're still operating on a very, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, very late 20th century concept conception of what world domination would look like or feel like, or what its goals would be those plans might have changed okay it it, it might have taken on a different form and they might have you know revised some of the documents but that doesn't mean that there's not still people there's not i'm sorry that was really gross to do in there uh that there's not a, a, a ruling or organized a ruling class or organized body that's trying to affect the trajectory of mankind i i still think that that's very possible yeah.
0: everybody's got a kill switch uh you know look at uh w- one thing that's really interesting and not depressing at all is uh going and l- watching the um videos that net- networks have at their disposal for in case the end of the world is imminent <laughs> <laughs> somehow you know what i've been trying to talk about this for a long time on the show and i guess project blue beam it is um they they did that in uh gremlins 2 right
2: yeah they. <laughs> so, but those that's, that's 100 percent medically accurate yeah they yeah, they do that's a real thing yeah
0: and um so so again everybody's got a kill switch we should do that we should do an episode where it's we should record our end of the world episode and then like i don't know oh, keep it in and then case. but no
2: we could we couldn't because like what about all the things that you would only say if you knew that you were gonna die tomorrow you would you wouldn't we gotta do it
0: in like we got to do it like every five years we gotta put a refresher one out there every five years
2: we can't we can't record ourselves speaking those truths uh when we know that first of all we wouldn't be that honest because we know that this is just an episode we're doing i think you know what i think that would be fun to do i think if if we went to a live event where we had like we could do powerpoint videos where we show different ones and we fucking riff on them and talk about them and stuff I think that would be the way to, to share that media with our audience. You know what I mean? Is to put together like a presentation where we show like the scene. I've only seen the CNN one and mm-hmm. I know, but I, I know. And then like you talk about gremlins too, but like, it's a thing. Like they exist it's a thing. Yeah, and you could find a lot of them cause they get leaked and people like, you know, some AV nerd gets a job at fucking TBS and it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> and they fucking yeah. bring a copy home and then they put it on YouTube. So they're out there. I think that would be, that would be a fun thing to do when you're not giving your mothman pre- presentations talking about, <laughs> talk about. yeah because people would like yeah. you think about it you'd play it in front of an audience full of people and they'd all be laughing and shit and then we could just kind of talk you know i don't know
0: but this is the last thing you're gonna see before you die <laughs> and then we blow the fucking place up um
2: <laughs> no and then we have the origin, Be like, think about what you would really want to do before you die it's not fucking sit there and watch cnn for the last 30 seconds of your life you're gonna you know yeah
0: Right, exactly, uh, but no, that's no, that's a real thing. Anyway, the point of it is that you know every big organization has some type of plan in place for for catastrophic events that need to happen. We do, you know. I mean, just we do. I mean, if you don't think that information's out there. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta get with the program. Uh, right. It's out there. That's why the CDC has a fucking document on zombies. Like, you know, right. it's out there. There, there is a plan for everything, and world domination could be out there. It could very well be out there. Um, I, so I, I could, I could drive with that idea, but to think that it's a genuine threat that is happening right now, I don't drive with that idea. I just don't see it. You know, and I know people. I know you guys never think about this. I never think about this. never thought about it until really um uh, just now uh but uh, these people in positions of power, believe it or not, they're just people, like okay, maybe somebody actually physically comes and wipes their ass for them, but they still shit like that still happens. you know, they're just people, and I think that the majority of people are just people and you know we kind of forget that and you know that's why it's easy to be an asshole on the internet to other people or you know because you just forget i mean that's why it's easy to you know flip off and cuss out that person that just cut you off in traffic um you know but but you don't know their situation you don't know what they're trying to get to or what they're doing you just assume you just assume that they're a bad person they're probably not they're probably just a person they probably have shit and so they're trying to skip traffic to get home who knows you know nobody knows and um you know i think that's something that gets away from us a lot because we just don't really have the capacity in our heads to really consider all eight billion people on the planet and that's not anybody's fault it's normal um but uh yeah so that's i mean that's my takeaway from it i don't know and you know
2: I guess one of my takeaways is just to look at covid and the way that that was rolled out and you know how and just how divisive we were as uh, a species I mean across yeah. not even in America uh, all yeah. over the world um, about you know the the way it was you know you had total compliance in Australia where they fucking just lock people in their homes and shit. And, yeah. you know, two weeks to kill the curve turned into fucking 18 months. And we're still, I don't know, however long it's been, we're still kind of going in a certain respect. But, like, you know, there was no, we didn't all fall in line. Whatever line is, whatever, however you want to perceive that, right? Whether or not you're a vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer, the fact that there's two divisions there just says, they can, couldn't get everyone on the same page. And that's why I think a, a a program like this is bound to fail, and I think they realize that. There's no way you could convince people of what they're seeing in the sky is real. Because there's people that won't believe shit's real. There's pe- I mean, look at the Q people. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many. And whether or not they're the nutballs or we're the nutballs, the fact that there's two camps just set, just, just speaks to it. well
0: there's always two camps about everything well
2: i mean but when you're when your goal is is total worldwide servitude you're trying to fucking put everyone under one, one world government you're trying to convince everybody that that thing in the sky is a fucking spaceship and that we're about to be invaded there's people that'll go out there and look at that and be like that's not real and there's some people that'll believe everything they see on tv and there's some people that you know, could have every expert in the world telling them that they need to do something or they should do something. And they'll believe that someone with a handful of YouTube followers that says, you know, this isn't It's real. not real. Right. right? <laughs> and you'll have people that say, hey, I did my own research. I looked up Project Bluebeam and this is fucking bullshit. Or you'll have, I mean, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I don't think something like this could ever work. And I think all you have to do is look exactly. at COVID where... And that's not me saying that COVID wasn't real, but, like, where you had something that was real, and you have people completely convinced that it wasn't. Or you have, well, you have the fucking all the Trump shit that people buy into, oh God, which isn't yeah. real. Now, does that mean, like, who were who the Q people? Are they the ones that would buy Project Bluebeam, or are they the ones that would be skeptical of it?
0: i so don't they know saviors if it ever did happen let's be honest they would I'm in and here. and so that asshole that you fucking hate they serve a purpose as much as <laughs> i hate to admit it they do right. they do no they'll, you
2: know? they'll be the ones raiding fucking yeah they'll be they'll come up and sh- you know whatever
0: they're gonna fight against it and you know save your ass which sucks because like i said i, I hate those people too my grandma i didn't say this my grandma died of covid uh, sunday night actually and um which i'm okay it's it's an interesting my family's weird it doesn't matter um but she died of covid and uh she's actually my step grandma but one of her sons is a covid denier doesn't think it was real did not want her vented because they were just trying to kill her so that they could make money off of her and the and this. all this shit that he says has easily been disproven easily and uh he still doesn't think that's what killed her he thinks the hospital killed her on purpose mm-hmm and he's stupid that's stupid that's ridiculous she died of covid she was 82 years old the woman this is the third time she's had covid covid fucks you up even if you have it once even if you don't think it fucked you up it it does it changes the way your body works and we know that because of science yada 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 um now that guy sucks in that particular situation right he's the asshole in the situation screaming about suing the hospital and and fucking going to the news and this and the other except the news is fake but but
2: he's the he's reason the project Blue that, wouldn't work yeah
0: right he's the asshole that would save us from something like that so i mean you know as much as you know i i know it's hard not to like sit around and go man these people are just a waste of space i mean they serve their purpose and let's just be happy that they are not the majority they're not they're actually the loudest voices right are, are, are the stupid or the stupidest people who have the loudest voices rather and um they're really not the majority um, we know that. And so we can at least be thankful that that's the case and try to keep it that way, right? We gotta keep those people under control. And we just simply do that by sharing information. And you're not gonna share information by yelling and being cruel to each other. Um, nobody's gonna listen to you when you're being mean to them and insulting. That's just not gonna happen. You're gonna change anybody's mind by being a jerk. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to somebody that's calling me names and, you know, tearing me down as a person. Why would anybody else? They won't. You know? Uh, so I mean be you know be be love and light right do everything with love and light um but also you know sometimes you just got to wash your hands and walk away from those people and be thankful that those people exist because they're saving you from total world domination so
2: <laughs> amen <How's that? laughs>
0: so anything else bad I,
2: I could not i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a line that daniel thorndyke used on me when i gave my summation of speed racer and this week's episode of y2k i could not add a more perfect statement to that that should be written down on the tablets for people to read in the future so we could just just end it there perfect perfectly said
0: i'm gonna put it on the georgia guidestones when they get rebuilt um anyway all right guys well in that case we'll see you back here next wednesday